Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called Fees Flowers. So meanwhile, while Versa was in the city, Kira and Novan and Fee were oddly happy in their days alone together. Novan, who used to be known as Gorky, helped Kira to renew the protective spells around the crater each day. And the golden circle floated around and around, but it was never able to get past their protective spells. They took turns collecting food and herbs from the forest. They never needed to collect fresh water for Fee, for her new water bottle always stayed full. It was a strange period of their lives, gentle, summery days full of conversation and laughter and reading. But all the time, the golden circle hummed and hovered and circled. Fee was constantly in pain and discomfort, despite all Kira's efforts. Her stomach hurt and her bones ached, and she said, I'm tired of running and hiding. You should just let the circle get me. Then you two could be free. Kira said, no, we're going to protect you until Versa comes back with help. Well, Novan and Kira became really good friends during this time. They talked at length and they learned a lot from each other. Novan had some theories about the Weird Lands. He said, I think the Weird Lands and the magic out there respond to wishes and energy. You can't force that magic to work or expect it to, though. And Kira said, well, what do you mean? Well, like, Versa really needed a monster to fight. So in a way, she manifested Ariella. Kira said, huh. She glanced at Fee, who was napping in a chair, and she said, but why would Fee manifest the golden circle? Novan said, well, what was happening when the circle appeared? Kira said, mm, Versa and I were fighting. Novan said, well, maybe Fee wanted you two to make up. So she manifested a reason for you two to come together. She wanted you to be friends again. Kira said, and the only thing that could possibly bring us together was protecting Fee. Then one day, a Mimi flew in from the forest and up to the tower. It was Nacha, a woman from Kira's village back home. And Kira said, Nacha, is that really you? She never really liked Nacha because Nacha was one of the people who was not very kind about Fee. But it was still a surprise and a bit of a delight to see a familiar face. And... Nacha said, Kira? And she threw her arms around Kira and said, Oh, my dear, I am so, so, so sorry. Kira said, Why? What's wrong? What are you doing all the way out here? And Nacha said, They're dead. All of them. Your parents, my parents, the professor, everyone. A chill settled on Kira's heart. Novan put his arm around her shoulders, and Fee squeezed her hand. Kira said, What? What? Nacha said, a plague. And she sat down on a stone, weariness finally overtaking her. A sickness, a disease, an evil disease of some sort. It started with a cough, and then a fever, and then delirium, and then death. Kira started to fall to the earth. She was so stunned. But Novan caught her and helped her to the ground. And he looked up at Nacha and said, Were there any survivors? How did you escape? I don't know, said Nacha. I think I was the only one. I didn't get sick at all, but everyone else did. Well, they invited Nacha to eat with them in their little picnic outside the tower, and her eyes fell on the golden circle as it slowly circled the crater. 
What is that thing? Kira was still too stunned and sad to speak, so Novan answered. He said, We know not. It came from the weird lands. It turns everything it touches to dust. We're holding it at bay through protection spells while we wait for the kings to come and save us. Nacha said, Why is it targeting you? Fee said, It's targeting me. It's coming for me. Nacha stood, and she shook her head at Fee and Novan, and she looked at Kira and said, These two are dangerous, Kira. The boy attracts darkness, and the girl came from nowhere. You should come with me to a tisket and escape these two abominations. Slowly, Kira rose to her feet, and she faced Nacha, unafraid. These two are my friends, and they are good. Just because they're different doesn't mean... (coughs) And suddenly, Kira coughed, long and loud. And Novan said, Kira? And then Fee coughed. (coughs) Nacha backed away and said, The plague has come here. Novan turned to yell at her, and he said, You must have brought it with you. And then he coughed. (coughs) Nacha shook her head and said, This place is cursed. You're all cursed. And then she took to the sky and headed west, where she would unwittingly pass the plague to others. Kira, Novan, and Fee grew very ill very fast. By the third day, Novan and Kira didn't have enough strength left to finish the protection spells in time, and the golden circle broke past the protective barrier and floated towards Fee. So the three of them headed for the forest on the other side of the crater, but they were very weak. Kira and Novan barely had strength enough to help Fee along, and Fee said, my body hurts, (coughs) right before lapsing into another big coughing fit. Mm, The golden circle floated closer, and Kira said, come on. And they helped Fee to her feet, and they stumbled together to the edge of the crater, and they scrambled up the slope as fast as they could, but they were so weak and sick that they barely made it to the top in time. Meanwhile, the golden circle was closing in. It was only about a hundred feet behind them now. Well, it was a beautiful summer day, full of singing birds and buzzing bees and the scent of wildflowers. But the three friends barely noticed. They stumbled and scrambled through the forest, trying to escape the golden circle, but it was getting closer. Finally, they came to a small hill in a sunny glade, and Fee said, I don't want to run anymore, and she collapsed at the top of the hill. She lay on her back and watched the branches sway. Dappled light danced over her face, and Kira said, No! (coughs) Don't give up! Fee said, I want the golden circle to touch me. It's meant to touch me, I think. Kira said, No! And she knelt beside her friend and started to cry. Please, please keep going. Novan watched from the base of the hill. He turned his head and saw the golden circle. It touched a small tree in its path and the tree turned to dust. Fee said, if you're truly my friend, you'll let the golden circle touch me. Listen to the rhythm of the universe. You know what's meant to happen. Kira bowed her head. She knew that she didn't have much time left herself before she would die of the plague. It was rapidly spreading through her, and none of her medicines could fix it. 
She didn't even have the strength to run anymore. Fee said, thank you. And she touched Kira's face and smiled softly. And she said, you'll see them again. Kira said, see who again? My parents? No, your kids. What? My kids? And Fee said, your kids too. She lifted her head slightly and smiled down at Novan. You'll see them again someday, I promise. Kira and Novan had no idea what she was talking about. And then Fee said, And remember, I, I don't give permission for anyone to call me back to life. <coughs> On Hellfallen, I reject resurrection. <laughs> she giggled weakly, and a faint smile crossed her lips. Reject resurrection, she repeated. It sounds funny. And the golden circle approached the small hill. Mm -hmm. It seemed to slow down a little as if waiting for something. Kira stood up and stepped back, and then the circle descended towards Fee. Mm -hmm. It turned around and placed itself on Fee's head, like a crown or a halo. And it fit her perfectly. But Kira turned away because she didn't want to watch her friend get turned to dust. But Fee didn't turn to dust. The golden circle seemed to melt into Fee's body, just merging with her. And then Fee glowed bright and golden. She looked healthier and lovelier than she had ever looked before. She looked strong and vibrant and not of this earth, like a goddess of eternal springtime from an old legend. But she no longer drew breath, and her eyes were closed. She was dead. Novan crawled up the hill and put his arm around Kira as she cried. <laughs> and they coughed <laughs> and shivered from the sickness. And Kira said, now we're going to die too. But then a weird thing happened. Fee's body started to rise into the air like a bubble. And as she rose, she glowed even brighter and became almost too beautiful to look at, like a big golden bubble of light. Kira said, where is she going? And she shielded her eyes against the light. And Fee's body rose up into the sky until she seemed to merge with the sunbeams. And then they couldn't see her anymore. And all around the hillside, a ring of golden flowers appeared. They were lovely and unlike any flowers Kira had ever seen and they grew up almost instantly. Suddenly, Novan coughed so hard <coughs> that he keeled over and fell to the ground. Ugh. He didn't even have the strength to get back up. Kira said, Gorky, and she crawled to his side. And Novan tried to smile, but he was shivering so hard from the fever that he could barely control his facial muscles. And he said, it's Novan now. Kira said, Novan. And then he closed his eyes. Kira couldn't believe that it had come to this. Must everyone die? What was this strange and terrible plague? And what had happened to Fee? And what were the golden flowers all about? Suddenly, she knew what to do. She crawled over to a golden flower and dipped her finger inside its bell-shaped bulb. There was a warm liquid in there, some kind of nectar or honey or something. She took her finger out and put it in her mouth, and it tasted very sweet. 
and almost at once she felt her symptoms disappearing. <gasps> Gorky, she cried, standing up. I, I mean, no, Van, these flowers are full of healing liquid. She plucked the flower, took another little sip, and then rushed to Novan's side. She dripped some of the golden healing liquid onto Novan's lips. Please work, she whispered. Please, please, please. Suddenly, Novan's eyes opened wide. He smiled up into Kira's face and he said, I feel a thousand times better. And Kira started to cry for joy. And Novan stood up and said, The, fe the fever's going away and my lungs feel clear. And Kira sniffled, and she smiled and said, This was Fee's last gift to us, flowers that can cure the plague. Now we can save the rest of our people if we're not too late. But then Versa returned. She landed beside them, all sweaty and weary and angry, and she said, Gorky, when she saw Novan. And Novan said, It's Novan now. <sighs> Versa rolled her eyes, Whatever. Then she looked all around and said, all right, where's Fee? Kira took a tentative step forward and she said, Versa. Versa backed away from her, horror and understanding crossing her face. You let her die? No, we all got sick with the plague and then the golden circle was coming and we couldn't run anymore and Fee wanted it to touch her. You let it touch her? And Kira said she wanted it to and we couldn't outrun it anyways. And she looked so beautiful and peaceful and happy when it merged with her. And then all these golden flowers bloomed. And they contain a healing liquid. We can save the rest of our people from the plague. Versa said, all of our people are dead. Kira said, I, I know. But we could at least save the rest of the Mimis. The Mimis in a tisket and a tasket. Versa said, they don't deserve to live. And she stepped on a golden flower and crushed it. Kira said, no, and she rushed forward to stop Versa. Versa's eyes flickered orange, and she struck Kira with a mighty blow and broke Kira's wing. And Kira went, ah, and she fell to the ground. And then Novan rushed forward, but Versa shot little bolts of lightning out of her fingertips. They knocked Novan to the ground and stunned him. And then Versa raced around the hillside in a frenzy and trampled all the golden flowers. Kira said, Fee gifted those to our people. Why are you doing this? Versa said, you let our friend die. I'll never forgive you. And then one teardrop leaked out of Versa's eye. She had one teardrop left, but she wiped it away fiercely and flew into the sky. Well, that's the end of the story, Fee's flowers. The next story is the last story of this season, and it's called The Crowns Decide. Goodbye.